Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's really funny what happens when you make a couple of stops. Ah, ha, ha, we are live. Welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports, our final regular season postgame show. Not our last postgame show, clearly, but our final regular season postgame show as LSU beats the Texas A&M Aggies 42-30. It was not pretty. Didn't look good early, but nevertheless, LSU got the job done. Jane Daniels able to perform there at the end, having four touchdowns, which gives him 50 touchdowns in the regular season. What a dude, man. What a freaking dude. What what can you say about Jane Daniels that isn't, hasn't, won't already be said? I still think he's your Heisman Trophy winner. I still think he's the best player in the country. Texas A&M was a top 10 defense nationally in total defense, top 10 in scoring defense. But Jaden Daniels at the end was able to prevail. I do hate for Malik Neighbors, the holding call there at the end that prevented him from breaking the record. He, if he does play in the bowl game, he will shatter that record. If I'm him, I'm coming back for one game <laughs> to get 20-some-odd yards, whatever it is, uh, to break that record. Uh, Ohio State and Michigan are um, currently still playing. It's 34-20, to 20, um, and Ohio State is driving. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. has been going off. We'll keep you up to date with that. But Matt House, uh, look – LSU got stops late. Omar Spates did not have a good game. Okay, he gave up the long touchdown there at the end. Um, but, you know, look, it's not. A, I guess it's not about style points, right? Like, it's not about style points at this point. And, Tom, you won nine games, I thought, in the beginning of the season. Um, you, the floor was nine and three for this team. And that's where we were. We're at 9-3 with a chance to go win 10 games. Uh, first half defensively, let's just talk about it. Man, you were, you were hot ass. You were hot ass. Um, don't know how else to explain it. Giving up it, though, that many yards 
13 play drives for a touchdown, 17 play drives for a touchdown. Now that you go into a, a little bit of the bowl season and start getting into recruiting, start getting into next year and shaping up for next year, I don't know if Matt House deserves to be on this staff. He does not deserve to be wearing that purple and gold. He's done nothing to garner him wearing that purple and gold this year. It's been the worst. And look, now that you know the regular season is over, let's take off the kitty gloves. This is the worst defense I've ever seen for LSU, ever, without question. Uh, but they do make a couple of key stops. Here's something that's interesting. LSU makes some adjustments in the second half and force some turnovers. Who would have fucking thought, right? Like, who would have thought that just doing putting Harold Perkins as a spy would have worked? Who would have thought that Harold Perkins being an athlete in space would have worked? Like, Jesus Christ. Like, what else did you need to see? This postgame show is brought to you by our good friends over at Bet Online. Use that promo code. A lot of big rivalry games today. Uh, hopefully, you've already gotten your 11 a.m. slot ones. Kentucky looks like they could pull an upset against Louisville. And Ohio State is marching down on Michigan. So, we'll see how that one prevails. Use that promo code BELIEVE50. That's BELIEVE50. B-L-E-A-V-5-0 at checkout. Get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. Michael Moore says, JD5 for Heisman, Matt House, two-year realtor, buddy. Thank you for the super chat, Michael. Absolutely. James Wade said, Jane Daniels is him. Hashtag LSU legend. It was a historic, more than historic season for Jane Daniels. 50 touchdowns, man. 50 touchdowns. His, this is his seasonal season stats. Y'all ready? 236 completions on 327 attempts, 3,811 yards passing, 40 touchdowns, four interceptions, 1,134 rushing yards, 10 touchdowns, nine and three at record. The next stop for Jane Daniels is the Heisman Trophy. And Kyle McCord just threw a pick. Kyle McCord just threw a pick. Sucks for them. Michigan is their daddy, apparently. Oh, well. Sucks to be Michigan. But you're here for LSU. Let's talk some LSU. Look, in my opinion, it's the second best season of for a quarterback that we've ever seen. Um, pr Possibly even the first, right? Like, possibly right there with Joe. For a regular season, uh, Jane Daniels is, a set, in my opinion, the second best LSU Tiger to ever put on the uniform for football. I, I know you got a lot of great ones. Kevin Falk, Tyra Matthew, Glenn Dorsey. Jane Daniels is the second best football player to ever grace us at LSU. It's not remotely close. It's him and Burrow and then everybody else. Let's see how Jane Daniels looked today. Like we mentioned, started off a little bit slow. But look, 16 of 24, 235 yards and four touchdowns. And then he adds another 120 yards on the ground, which gives him a total of 355 total yards and four touchdowns against, look, man, 
hey, <laughs> let's just call it what it is, a, which they were. Texas A&M came in as a top 10 total defense. They were number eight. Um, he, we saw his rushing sets. Look, nobody else really ran the football. Josh Williams, six carries, six, uh, six carries, six yards. Noah Kane, three carries, 12 yards. Logan Diggs, five carries, 17 yards. Him and Williams had a score. I don't remember Caleb Jackson getting a carry. I could be wrong on that. Malik Neighbors, 20 yards shy, or about maybe 21 yards shy from breaking the record. He has six catches, 122 yards, two touchdowns. He had the absolutely ridiculous catch in the back of the end zone there to put that game away. Brian Thomas also mossed somebody in the back of the end zone. Five catches, 58 yards, and a score. Chris Hilton had that long 25-yard catch that would open things up after the Greg Penn interception. Kyron Lacey, one catch, 15 yards on the fade route for a touchdown there at the end. He did have a crucial job earlier in the game. Um, his hole did take that record away from Malik Neighbors, uh, which I'm, which he was crying on the sideline. Okay, I, I, you know why he was crying. That's why he was crying, man. I mean, I'm sure Kyron feels really bad about that. LSU actually got outgained in this game. Okay, 388, not, 389 total yards for LSU. Jane Daniels had 355 of them. A&M had 390 total yards. Here's the interesting thing, though. After the first, after the first touchdown, okay, uh, in the second half, A&M was 9 of 11 on third down. The rest of the way meaning the whole rest of the game, from the beginning of the third quarter on, uh, LSU forced Texas A&M 0 for 7 on third down. That is what it looks like when you can get stops. That's what it looks like. That's all we're asking. Nobody was ever asking you to be elite. Nobody was asking you to be the 85 Bears. Just be a normal average dude. Right? Like, be that average dude in the club that drives a freaking Honda Accord. Right? Like, goes to the club in a fucking Honda Accord. You don't have to be, you know, even if you're a girl, you don't even have to be a dime piece. It's a dime that's top of the line, slim face, cute face with a big behind. We're just asking you to be a five, dude. And when you're a five, look what happens. You can separate from teams. And that is the most aggravating shit that I think I've ever seen or covered at LSU Athletics. To be honest with you, and so, guys, if we didn't have Jaden Daniels, I don't know where the hell we would be. Like, I have no remote clue where the fuck we'd be. So, it is what it is. Good regular season. You're 9-3. Not bad. Not great. Right? Not bad. You know? It just it, it is what it is at this point. It is what it is at this point. So I, I I don't know what else to say. I have no idea what else to say. Um, but only thing else I guess I could say is that you need to give Jane Daniels the Heisman. You saw Bo Nix last night. Guys, it's Thanksgiving week. A lot of you didn't work yesterday. You got to see him, meaning Bo Nix. He's a dink and dunk Bo Nix. He lets dudes catch the ball at the, out of the back of the back or out of the backfield. They throw bubble screens. He's not Jaden Daniels. And quite honestly, 
Jaden does not have that defense. If Jaden had that defense, you would be an, you would have an undefeated regular season, and next week you'd be going to play in Georgia. You know that. Everybody knows that. My mama knows that. So, yeah. Uh, Hale Mendoza with a $5 Super Chat says, I'm blessed to have lived to see two great LSU quarterbacks. Matt House, get ready to learn Chinese, buddy. <laughs> I don't even know if Chinese – I don't even know if he can coach, coach football in, in China. China. I, I don't even know if he can coach football in China. So, I, I mean, look – this coming on, you know, I think LSU ran 52 plays, right? 52 plays, and you had 389 yards. 52 plays, and Jane Daniels had 350 of it. So, I, I mean, it's just it's just ridiculous what he's doing or what he did. I don't think you'll see him, okay, again, to be honest with you. Um Put 235 on the, in the air, 120 on the ground. Guys, another game where he ran for over 10 yards of carry. Got sacked a couple times with that. Right, that 49-yard long run. So, like, let's let's talk about the game a little bit uh, as well from, from beginning to end. James Wade said LSU scored 42 points on 52 plays. Thank you guys for the super chats. Uh, but he did. I, I mean, look, man, you come out, okay, you go three and out offensively. All right, um, you force them the three and out. Uh, Logan Diggs goes down to score. Uh, Jane Daniels is phenomenal on that drive. Okay, hitting uh, Malik Neighbors for 21 yards uh, into the red zone. He hit him for 18 yards on that same drive uh, to set up you in the red zone. You go down and score. But defensively in the first half, you were you were horrendous. Okay, you gave up multiple third downs. Actually, um, I think you're midway through the third quarter. The Henderson kid, the third string quarterback, was nine for nine for 111 yards on third down. You could not get them off the field. Okay. You let them score. Le'Veon Moss, the Baton Rouge native, gets a touchdown on their second possession. Um, you go three and out because they're sitting in the house. Jane Daniels gets sacked. Uh, Malik Neighbors uh drops a pass. You're forced into a three and out, and then you have to punt. Guys, the next couple of drives, all right, the next couple of drives, you would have, okay, a 13-yard drive and an 18-yard drive by Texas A&M. And then, not only that, did they score touchdowns on, the, on those drives? Jake Johnson had the touchdown on the 18-yard drive. And then you had, on the 13-yard drive, you had another passing touchdown. I mean, another rushing touchdown. So, wasn't looking good. Come out of halftime, okay? Or right before halftime, excuse me. Or was this right after halftime? No, this was right after halftime. Okay, right after halftime. All right? You give up two passes for 23 yards, okay, combined. Um, Mason Smith goes off sides. Henderson gets a little scramble for nine. Walker uh, goes for 30, the wide receiver, on Burns, the deep pass. And then they lined up after a pair of runs. They line up with an offensive lineman with a fullback dive and score touchdown, 24-14. But Jane Daniels, this is where things turned up, okay? This, is the, this was, to me, was the play of the game. 
Okay, there are multiple ones of them. There's actually three that um, I thought that there were. Here's the first one. Third and seven. Third and seven, okay? Jane Daniels is in the pocket, and nobody's open. Everybody is locked up. He scrambles for 49 yards, gets you to the red zone for a touchdown. Uh, Josh Williams would score on that drive, but the 49-yard run by Jane Daniels opened everything up for you. You'd go in and score, and then you wouldn't get stopped really pretty much the entire rest of the way. You wouldn't get stopped. Then, all of a sudden, you get a missed field goal. Now, I'm, I'm being text. I'm getting a text here. Hold on. Make sure. Um, make sure that we're not getting any breaking news here. This is about staff. Hold on one second. All right. Nothing broke. Nothing. Nothing's been broken. All right. I want y'all to do me a favor. Okay. I don't think it's going to come during this, during this show, but I need y'all to do me a favor. DM us, send us text, send a carrier pigeon. If there's some breaking news during this live stream, uh, let us know. I would not be surprised completely. All right, where were we? Um, okay. Um, guys, just let's just make sure, okay, we have the edits ready for if, when it happens. All right. All right, so then Jane Daniels' 49-yard run, okay, you would miss the field goal. So this was another bad one, man. You miss a field goal, you go three and out. Jane Daniels is under immense pressure. But then, okay, defense has to come back on the field. And Greg Penn comes down with that interception. Something changed. LSU has not had possessions where they dropped eight. Third and nine, Greg Penn drops back to pa- or drops back in coverage, tips the ball back to himself, interception. Okay. Brian Thomas goes for 13. Chris Hilton goes for 25. And then Brian Thomas mossed the guy in the back of the end zone. Three plays, well over 50-plus yards in for a score. Okay? Then you hold them to a three and out. So this is what happens when you are able to force turnovers and make stops. When you change things schematically and you start sending blitzes, dropping guys in eight, the very next series, Henderson got sacked by Greg Penn. Okay, which Greg Penn had one phenomenal freaking game. So two plays for LSU's defense, Penn, in back-to-back possessions, gets an interception, then a sack. Henderson has to scramble for three. Greg Penn again on the pressure, okay, sending him on a blitz. And then Perkins and Womack both combined to get a half of a sack for each one of them. You force a three and out. You come back offensively, you go stupid again. Jane Daniels escapes the sack. He throws it away. He misses Malik Neighbors, but Brian Thomas Jr. was thrown to the ground and held, which kept the drive alive. Then Malik Neighbors on the very next play would score the touchdown on the fade route. So this is what happens when you get stops. That fade route in the back of the end zone was my third play. I, I pretty much thought it sealed it for you. 
those were the three key plays. I would be remiss not to mention this, though. Okay, you put that game out of reach. And in three plays, Max Wright, the tight end for Texas A&M, caught a screen for nine yards, okay? You had a little, another little screen pass for four, and then Max Wright would go 51 yards and a touchdown because Omar Spates can't cover, nor can he tackle. He does not deserve to be on this team. Or, let me back up. I think that's a little harsh. He does not deserve to be starting. Why you kept Weeks out of the game blows my mind. Blows my mind. They go for two. They don't get it. Yeah, the Malik neighbors touchdown gets called back on the holding. And then Kyron Lacey uh, fade route in the back of the end zone for a touchdown. You hold them to a three and out, and then you kneel the ball, and that is the ball game. So, 10 possessions by both teams, till 10 true possessions by 10 teams. And on those, technically LSU had 11 possessions. Two of those possessions, okay, were a kneel down at half and then a kneel down to end the game. <laughs> Offensively, you can say you look sloppy. Sure, you're facing the top uh, 10 ranked total defense. It was supposed to look like that, but you put up 40 plus points on them. Okay, and you only technically needed nine possessions to do it. So, yeah. All right, we got some super chats in here. Chase Abear with a $9.99 super chat. Thank you so much for the super chat, Chase. He says, how much longer do you think until we fire Matt House? This is big for recruiting to do it now, in my opinion, question mark. So here, all right, let's take some of the gloves off, okay? Um, we have not, so let's just say this. We have not seen Brian Kelly, okay, um, in coordinator hires, right? With that being said, I just don't know. Now, he can. I just don't know how you can allow that to come back. I don't know if they wait until the end of um, the NFL football season for Madhouse to go back into the NFL, but you can't allow that to happen. Like, man, you had a all-time offense. All-time. Like, that can't happen. Do I think you have to wait long? No, I don't. But what do you consider long? I would not be shocked if it happened this week. I also would not be shocked if it did, if it took a couple of, you know, took about a month. But it is of my opinion that you have to let him go. You're going to have to let him go. All right, everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Uh, I'm going to stand on that I don't think it's personnel because look look this is why you can't make the personnel argument all right the reason you can't make the personnel argument is that you changed things up schematically in the second half versus A&M and you dominated them times that you changed things up schematically you did not look bad I'm not letting Matt Hill, Matt House off the hook on this one no way 
There's no way. I, I mean, look, you got Jane. Like I, I just got sent this. You got Jane Daniels talking in the post game show or talking in the post game to ESPN, and they're RG three and others. All right, and they have Malik Neighbors right there, and Malik Neighbors is wiping away tears after what's happened this year. Okay, like that can't that cannot happen. This offense is legendary. You know, you got Joe Sloan with his little girl walking up to Jane Daniels, and you got Joe Sloan crying with Jane Daniels and thanking him for everything that he's done. Let me go on a little tirade here because I'm about to get fucking emotional. Jane Daniels, thank you for everything that you've done. The the growth that you've had here has been unreal. Jane might not ever play another game at LSU. I would not play in a meaningless bowl game either. But Jane Daniels has been the heart and soul of this team all year long. And... It is a shame that you had the season you did offensively and you're here. But as I said earlier in the show, he is the second best LSU Tiger of all time. And the only thing that you could really say, Tiger fans, to number five is thank you. We needed you. This program needed you. And look, after last year, you took a lot of criticism. You let it roll off your shoulders. You didn't listen to it. The only thing that Jane Daniels did during the offseason was he went out and got better. And guys, there's a very strong chance he's going to win the Heisman. He deserves to win the Heisman. You got Herb Street out there in the beginning of the of the, of the of game day saying that Jane Daniels is his Heisman Trophy winner and that he has a Heisman vote and that he's voting for Jane Daniels. <laughs> The man is going to get a statue. If he wins the Heisman, the man's going to get a statue here. And he deserves everything that is awarded to him. I don't know where LSU would be without him. I don't know where LSU would be. I don't know where LSU goes moving forward. Right? I mean, do I think LSU will be fine? Yeah. But what he's done this year is unreal. He's taken the criticism. He's fought back. He won the SEC West. And the truth is, is that he prepared himself for a national title and defensively you fell short. He, he's got to be my outside of Joe Burrow, probably right there with him. From a football perspective, he is my second favorite Tiger of all time. And we are living through history. We are living through greatness. Everybody around him knows what he did. Every LSU fan knows what he did. Jaden, thank you. Thank you that all that you have done for this team. Thank you, JD5, for all that you've done for this program. What you have done will never be forgotten. Everything that you've done should be cemented in legacy. And when you go to New York in a couple weeks and you win the Heisman, the entire state of Louisiana is behind you. Like I said, you took some criticism, but you went 
out and you got better and you came back and you delivered. Man. What a player, dude. What a player. All right. Chili says Texas and A&M have too many Louisiana dogs. They need to come home. I, I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that at all. Not not one I owed them. Not one I owed them. One thousand percent should. But I will I will remind you, this is crazy season, and so yeah. Um, I just got a text into the text line. Okay, Blake, can you address the Michigan rumors? Uh, Brian Kelly to Michigan rumors. I'm sure Brian Kelly's going to address it, okay, if he hasn't already addressed it. But Brian Kelly's not going anywhere. He's told multiple people when this starts circulating that this is his last stop uh, and LSU's where he wants to be. It's where I want to coach. So, um, so, yeah. I don't think Brian Kelly is going to Michigan if that job opens up. Have a big old payout. And look, Michigan can't afford to fire Harbaugh. They got to let him serve any suspension he has. Michael Moore says, Spates is booty cheeks. Only position that man needs to play is the tackle dummy at practice. Yeah, I mean, look, I I don't know if he plays in the ball game, but you got to roll some of these young guys out of there. You got to roll Whit Weeks out there. I, I mean, he looked really, 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 really bad today. Really bad. Uh, Brian Kelly is currently in his post game. He said conversations of staff changes says that he has the evaluations that will continue to uh, keep going on. Says the goal is to win championships, but he knows the program is still in its developmental stage and that will factor into decisions. Basically, what Brian Kelly just said is that they're they're coming. (laughs) Staff changes are coming. Yeah, they're coming, man. They're coming. Come on. Blaze LeBlanc with a $5 Super Chat says, if Matt House gets fired, who are your top three DCs you go after? Um... interesting I don't like talking about a dude's job when he's still employed okay um but one of these guys I don't think you can get even though he's at Ole Miss I would call Pete Golding because look what what Pete's done at Ole Miss what he's done at Bama is astronomical now the thing with Golding is and this is in no specific order okay the thing with Golding is, is he's going to recruit his ass off. He's a fantastic recruiter. That'd be one guy that I'd look at. Um, if Mark Stoops were to go to Texas A&M, which is being reported, okay, I don't think he's going to A&M. Brad White's name would have to be thrown back in there, okay? You know... At Kentucky, 
I don't really like that. To be real with you, I don't know. I don't know. I know a lot of people want to throw Blake Baker in there at Missouri. I would not hate that. I don't know if that's where I'll go. I don't think Blake Baker would be a bad DC at all. Um, I'm trying to think. I know a lot of people probably want me to say Jim Leonard. I'm not going to go Jim Leonard. Um, I'm not going Jim Leonard. Not going to happen. We'll see, man. We'll see. You know, does Clark Lee get fired at, at Vandy? I don't think Vandy cares enough to fire him, and he's an alum. But I will tell you, I would I would love Clark Lee to be your next DC here. Clark Lee's a hell of a DC. We'll see. John Lucius on YouTube with a $10 super chat says, if LSU can't get Elijah Robinson for D-line coach or get Jamar Kane back, who would you like to see at D-line? Man. So here's the thing with that. I, I I would not mind Elijah Robinson as your DC, to be real with you. I think Elijah Robinson is a hell of a recruiter. He's a D-line guy. I, I mean, I got to be real with you. Man, look what he did today. Because he's calling plays defensively. He's got the play sheet. I mean, he's he, I thought he did had a great game plan today against the best offense in the country. I don't mind him. He just doesn't have the dudes, really, on the outside in the secondary. He doesn't have the offense that can hold up. You know, guys, if they have, if they have rem- like, the game plan that he put together, I thought was phenomenal. Um, I, I do call Jamar Cain back. And I think if you can't get Elijah, Jamar Cain's my number one call. The truth is, there's a lot of things that we will probably have to discuss as soon as Matt House his happy ass is out the door but the fi- the the god's honest truth is he and jamar kane did not see eye to eye and to be real with you it's kind of a joke it's kind of a joke so that would be another um I'm going to throw a name at you that I know a lot of you don't like, won't like. But I, excuse me, I would take a long look at at your boy at Tulane, okay? I think there's a guy at TCU that could make some sense here, all right, that I think a lot of people, a lot of people like. Um, But you got to get better in the secondary, too. Like, you got to get better in the secondary. And... I don't know if this is going to happen, but my number one guy in the secondary, my number one guy who is actually co-DC at Marshall is Chavis Jackson. So I don't. I think you can make some really good hires elsewhere. Go get Chavis Jackson. And if you can get Elijah, which I think he'll probably – here's the problem. Let's just say it's Mark Stoops, okay? Let's just say it's somebody, whoever it may be, okay? Elijah is about to get paid a shitload of money. He might be the highest paid coach in the country. Um, I don't think, you know, Bo Davis's name continues to get thrown around, the D-line coach at Texas. I, why would Bo Davis come here? 
no reason for Bo Davis to come here unless he wanted to come home, which you're not going to pay him more. Um, I don't know if Bo Davis – I mean, you've had multiple chances to hire Bo Davis and you didn't. Chase Abear says, Blake, sends a $4.99 super chest. Says, Blake, honey, is it Spates or is it just a defensive coach putting him out of place uh, like every other player? I think it's a mixture of both on that one. I think it's a high mixture of both on, on, on that one. Mainly due, mainly due to what we saw when he was trying to bring down Max Wright at the end of the game, right? Like that's a... That's a very bad – God, it was so fucking bad. I mean, because look look what happens when Greg Penn gets put in the right uh, uh, place. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Malik Neighbors says he will be playing in the bowl game. Uh-oh. 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 Man. Apparently he's meeting with media right now and said that he's gonna be um he's gonna play in the bowl game. If that man plays in the bowl game, watch out, dude. Watch out. Thank you, Chase and John, for the super chats. Uh, but I do think it's a lot of the same, John. Right? I think it's a lot of the same. All right. We can do some fo- we can do some phone calls here in just a minute. If that man plays in the bowl game. Uh, Kyron Lacey met with the media also and says that Kyron Lacey was emotional because Malik Neighbors had it record or had the record set, but was wiped out by the penalty. Um, says J- oh no okay, Jane Daniels met with the mil- uh, meeting with the media said why were you consoling Kyron Lacey said that he was emotional because Malik Neighbors had the record uh, wiped out because of his penalty. Uh, I mean come on man you're trying look man look look. Look, man, don't – Kyron Kyron can't blame himself on that. I, I, look, man, the dude's trying to block his ass off so the dude scores and gets the record. I mean, come on. I I, I know it's tough. I know that you – you know, I, I know it sucks. Um, But you're trying to do your best. I don't put – I ain't putting that shit on Kyron. Come on, man. Don't put yourself in that situation. Don't put yourself in that situation. I mean, I know that that sucks and you hate it, but, you know, I did see Jaden Daniels consoling him uh, along the sideline. Uh, man, we got 400 people watching us on YouTube. We only got a, 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 a 88 likes. 
There's 381 of you. We need to have 381 likes on this sucker. All right. We'll take some phone calls. Let's take some of these phone calls. Hold on. Don't call in yet. Hold on. Hold on. All right, here we go. 225-435-9387. 225-435-9387. You can call into the show. What did you think about it? What did you think of the game? We'll take your phone calls. How was everybody's Thanksgiving, by the way? I didn't ask y'all that. How was y'all's Thanksgiving? Mine was fantastic. Had me some cornbread dressing. Had me some, uh, I smoked me some uh, chicken and burgers. All right, you're on the phone with Blake Rafino. This is the AYS postgame show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? What's up, Blake? This is Mike from Pontchartula. What's up, Mike from Pontchartula? Not much, man. Hey, I love you, too. I just want to say, me personally, it is disgusting to know that we had a championship offense. We could have went to the championship and to see what our defense put us through this year with Madhouse, the lack of coaching, the lack of our players. I I hate that for Jaden Daniels because I don't know if we'll get another quarterback like that. I don't know if we'll have another offense like that. It seems like a waste. I said the same thing when when Burrow left, and then a couple years later we got them. I get what you're saying, you know, like I, I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, but, Mike, let me just say this. Uh, you know, it pisses me off. I know it probably pisses a lot of people off, pisses you off. Um, I'm going to put a lot of that on Madhouse. I put a little bit of that on Brian Kelly, too. Like, you got to you gotta know, man. You got to know. Um but yeah, it really sucks. It it really sucks, yeah. man. Yeah, and that's another thing too is knowing how experienced Brian Kelly is, how he let this happen, or how he's letting this continue to go on. I don't know, but uh, yeah, that's how I feel about it. And like you said, same thing happened with Burrow. Hopefully, we have it happens again for us. Yeah, hopefully Nick Garrett Nesmeyer goes off. Yeah, that's right. All right, thanks, bud. Thanks. All right, two two five four three five nine three eight seven. Chase A Bear with a four ninety nine dollars super chat says, "Um, that means to me, Jane plays to throw for record passing yards." Might, might, but I don't think he can catch Burrow. Thank you for the super chat. I don't think he can catch Burrow. All right, you're on the phone with Blake Rafino. This is the AYS post game show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? Uh, Jeff Sams. All right. Can you turn the show down in the background just a little bit? Sure. All right. Turn it down. And then what did you think of the game? Oh, man. Our defense, a F minus, worst defensive coordinator we ever had. If we if we would have A&M's defensive line in their corners, we might might have maybe lost one game. It is a shame that Brian Kelly don't see our defense, how terrible it is. No, I think coach. he. I think he sees it. I just think. I think he sees. Oh, it. Oh no way! He, he, he terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible. You don't think Brian Kelly sees how bad the defense is? Oh it not, no, because he should have fired the guy weeks ago. 
what what they putting out on the field is garbage. And then if they didn't have Daniels, they lose about six or seven games this year. They definitely not beating Florida. They're not beating Missouri. Now they're not beating A and M. They getting blown out, and people would be saying, "Get Dave Aranda back or somebody." And the best cornerback coach LSU ever had was Ron Cooper. Better than the guy that's at Florida. Ron Cooper, without a doubt. Yeah, Ron Cooper was a beast. And, I and, do, and I love the guy. I, and I'm not. I'm no. I'm LSU all the way. But I love that coach for A uh, and M. That defensive line coach. If LSU got got him recruiting, just think if we had one or two defensive linemen at A and M have. I will say this, okay? When they here's something that's interesting. Did you know that LSU's D line, okay, tied a record and a half for the most tackles for loss at six today? <laughs> it, it it's I, you know who would have ever thought LSU offense would be this good and then our defense would be this trash we had good defense for years years it, it is it is pathetic and you know what i i do hold a little bit accountable to the players but their coaching is terrible like i, I agree where are, where are the coaches to look at these guys they don't make any changes they do not they, well they did in the second they, half they, but they it took them 12 games to do it they make no changes. Yep. Thanks. They run the same set. Like, you got a third-string quarterback. It's third and 15. You're not going to blitz? You're just going to let him sit there? Yeah. I, like, really? I don't know, man. I mean, a first-grader could, could could do better defense than him. Thanks. It's pathetic what they're putting out there. Thanks for the phone and, call, and, buddy. And look, just think, just think if you didn't have Daniels. I guarantee you, you – all of us would be moaning and complaining because we're losing to Florida, we're losing to Missouri. We, it, let's see who else we're losing to Arkansas, A and M. In fact, A and M. At least when we scored, A and M's cornerbacks were right there. Yep, I appreciate well, I the mean, fun- right there. Sometimes you got to say, "Hey, the guy just made a good play." I appreciate the phone call, you know? bud. All right. Thank you, man. All right. Thanks, man. <laughs> You're on the phone with Blake Rafino. This is the AYS postgame show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? Blake, it's George. What's up, George? What's up, George? What's up, buddy? Hey, man. It's a sad thing, dude. I mean, we just, like, I'll just get into it. We, we wasted a lot, dude, with Daniels because our defense was so shitty. I mean, another national championship. Well, I got a question. Maybe you can answer it because you are, you know, in the thick of things. So that you. Where's that purple-faced Brian Kelly? When he, shit's not going uh, on, where is he just losing it? You know what I'm saying? He left where's it in uh, South Bend. Well, he needs to go back and get it this offseason. Because, <laughs> you know, I think – I mean, I, I don't know. I think that's what we need a little bit. It's getting in Matt House's ass. Hopefully he's out of here. Tyler Alexander, if you're listening, get his address. (laughs) (laughs) My buddy, hey, been a hell of a year. Be listening this off season. All right, buddy. Thank you, man. I appreciate it.
All right, buddy. All right. <laughs> My buddy George. He ain't wrong. He wants purple face Brian Kelly. I love when my, when my country folk call in here and they goes, he been shitty. I love George, man. What a hell of a call. What a hell of a call. Uh, Scooby says, that man got to be a preacher. He ain't a preacher. <laughs> that man ain't no preacher. I, 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 I tell you what, he ain't a preacher. Uh, but he ain't wrong. Look, I, 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 we'll see. All right, you're on the phone with Blake Rafino. This is the AYS postgame show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? Hey, Blake, it's uh, Paul from the 770. What's up, Paul? What do you think of the game? Well, I'll tell you, I was uh, screaming at the TV when Omar States whiffed twice on the same play against that uh, tight end. Man, that was so bad, wasn't it? Hey, man, can you turn the show down in the background? All right. Guys, if you're going to call into the show, if you're going to call into the show, you got to turn the show down in the background. And then when we ask you a question, you got to answer it. Turn the show down and then call in. All right, you're on the phone with Blake Rafino. This is the AYS postgame show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? It's Dakota. What do you think of the game, Dakota? Uh, proud of the, uh, we start off a little bit slow. Our offense, I thought, picked up, well, we got the first score of the game. Um, the defense did not look good in the first half. I thought ever since Greg Penn got the interception, we played pretty well a little bit. Still missed some tackles, but I thought Jaden played a heck of a game. Um, I'm also not going to blame the play on Kyron. I mean, I know he had a hold in, right. but he still made up his touchdown. I mean, we got to give him credit. Got that touchdown in the end, and well, he's trying to go all out to get the thing for for neighbors. I mean, he's trying to lay it all on the line for him. I don't blame him for that. Also, uh, I know you hate Texas A&M with a passion. I hope I hope all their dogs run away and don't ever come back. Yes. Can I say one thing I want to say about Texas A&M for you? Sure. They are the most Rudy Poo. <laughs> Baddest team, they can drink the piss out of their cereal at night. Piss cereal, we, it, it, bro, it's three twenty-two, and we're talking about piss cereal. Yeah, that's what they deserve after last year, Blake. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Dakota. Right. No problem, Blake. <laughs> this man talking about piss cereal. Yeah, I, I mean, look. I don't know how y'all feel, but the way I feel is I hate them bitches. All right, you on the phone with Blake Rafino? This is the AYS postgame show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? Hey, Blake, this is your boy, Tony. How you doing? What you think of the game, Tony? Doing good. How was your uh, green bean casserole? I don't eat that shit. <laughs> hey, I think uh, Brian Kelly was trying to butt up Elijah, uh, Elijah Robinson with the uh, victory formation. Why do you think that? You should have went ahead and scored. Hmm. You don't think so? You know, I hate when you make me think. Um, it's interesting. I didn't think about that. I, I mean, mainly because I was so excited that we won that fucker. Um, Tony, to be honest with you, I just I didn't think about that. But explain what you explain what you're thinking on that. 
uh, you want to try to bring him in as a, de- as a defensive co-DC or defensive line coach, why would you do an asshole move and try to score when you're up 12? The only thing, Tony, the only thing, all right, I kind of wish he would have scored. Not, and I don't. I don't think that Elijah would have taken that personally because if he's trying to give Jaden another touchdown, I think he would understand it. You know what I mean? Like I think he would understand that. But I do think it's interesting that he took the knee on the five yard line. Yes. Yeah, that's what I did. I just wanted to call in and and, and put that out there. I'm, no, well, first thought. off, first off, don't ever call back up in here and ask me about my fat ass eating a green bean casserole. <laughs> You knew that was coming. Can I tell you what right, I ate man. for Thanksgiving? I ate turkey, cornbread dressing, sweet potato casserole. Uh, what else I have? I had a bowl of gumbo. Uh, what else I have? Shit. I can't think. And oh. And then like the sweet potato casserole for every crib. Oh, man. Look, I, I'll <laughs> fuck a sweet potato up. Pause. But I fuck a sweet potato up. You know what we call it? Never mind. I, I ain't gonna get. I ain't gonna get wrong to with your ass on the phone. All right. Thank you. For all right, man, all right. <laughs> I'll text you what I think about that sweet potato casserole. Yeah, man. I don't eat that uh, bullshit. I ain't eat no green bean casserole. Fuck that. Cream of cream of cream of wheat soup and a fucking green bean. It ain't bad, but I ain't eating it. I I, I put a whole bunch of cornbread dressing and gravy on that thing. Uh, had some gumbo. Had, uh, kids had red beans. That's about it. Steve Bean. Our good, by the way, I keep telling y'all about our good friend Steve over there at Bayou Bowl Go and Bayou Bowl and Daiquiri's. I told y'all that this week. Bro, them da- I couldn't get over there because I was cooking on Wednesday. I was going over there to get daiquiris. And just time got up of me. He says, muffle a lot of casserole. See, I'm the muffle a lot of man. But I got to tell you, I got to tell you, this man can cook his ass off. Y'all need to get over to Bayou Bowling Go, man, in Covington. I'm telling you, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to your boy. If you're in the general area, all right, I know Portnoy puts, you know, these scores out. I give it. You know, because Portnoy scores so low, I give the Po Boy a 9.3. The only reason it's a point seven because I wasn't drunk enough. All right, you're on the phone with Blake Rafino. This is the AYS postgame show. Who do you have the pleasure of talking to? It should be a 10 on the Po Boy, but nevertheless, hey, what would you think of the game? Hey, Blake, how you doing? It's Chase. What would you think of the game? All I'm going to say is defense is doing not good, and, man, we need, we need some dogs. We need some dogs. Defense used to be some good dogs back in the day. I remember the defense back in the day, and there used to be some dogs in there, man. And wow. I don't see many dogs, you know what I'm saying? Certainly not in the secondary you don't have dogs. I think the play that um, that Major Burns gave along down the sideline I thought was horrible, right? Okay? I, I, just, I, I do think that you're missing some there. I, I thought, honestly – I thought your front, uh, your your D line played really good. I thought that you know, but you just don't you don't have that tenacity that you've been having over the years. I will say that uh, number zero had a good game. Uh, uh, yeah, Mason played a lot better than what he had been. I'll agree to that. 
Yeah, and look, the the tackle for loss losses that they had. I mean, this think about this: they had more tackle for losses against A and M than they had the entire rest of the season combined. Yes, very good, man. All right, hey, appreciate the call, man. Love y'all. Love the show. Have a good day, brother. Thanks Have for the phone day. call, buddy. Thank you so much. All right, two two five four three five nine three eight seven. Roy Green says, "I love some elite neighbors. That dude is a bad man. He is." He is. Your whole defense is bad. I mean, your whole offense is bad, motherfucker. Uh, Ray Powell, excuse me, says, at Blake, do you think the D-line lauded down on Matt House for running off Jamar Kane? No. I I mean, even if they did, even if they did, at some point you got to go out there and play. You can't be pissed off that a coach got ran off. You playing like ass cheeks. So, no, I do not. I think they just played bad, and I think scheme had a lot to do with it. I mean, here's another thing, man. Here's another thing. We are so bad on third down, right? We are so fucking bad on third down. All right, everybody hit the like and share. We'll take a pair of phone calls more and get on out of here. 225-435-9387. 225-435-93. Eight seven, but yeah, you can't worry about that shit, man. You can't worry about that shit. Kentucky, by the way, let's run through some early scores. Let's run through some of these early game scores. Oregon beat Oregon State last night. Mid- Ole Miss beat Mississippi State seventeen to seven. Kentucky upsets number ten Louisville on the road, thirty eight thirty one. Is Mark Stoops going to Texas A&M? Michigan holds on and beats Ohio State 30-24. to And some of the games, LSU obviously wins. Uh, Washington and Washington State tied in the first quarter. Uh, Tennessee's up 14-7 to against Vandy. Oklahoma State is down a point to BYU. Arizona State is down 10 to Arizona. And Alabama's up 10-7 to uh, on Auburn. That is some of the scores around the top 25 here. Some of the scores. So, been an interesting week. And Colorado's getting beat 13 to 10 right now at halftime. ULL beating UL uh, Monroe 24 to 14. They got to win that game to get bowl eligible. That's about it. Yeah. Rutgers getting beat down by Maryland. Virginia Tech beating down Virginia. James Madison's up 14-0. It's what it is. I'm looking forward to that Florida-Florida State game. I'll tell you that. Uh, We'll be interested to watch that Baylor and West Virginia game, too, as Dave Aranda let go uh, at the end of the year, and do you make a run at him for D.C.? That'll be interesting. Very, very, very interesting. All right, 225-435-9387. Tell you what, LSU's still offering offering kids. Robert Steeples just offered a kid. So we'll see. We'll see. All right.
Uh, BGS Goat says, what are your thoughts on DJ Dirk and Blake? Um, I think I think that DJ Durkin is getting the pub for him calling plays based off of what Elijah Robinson has done in recruiting. I think DJ Durkin is ass. DJ Durkin didn't recruit that D-line. Uh, Tony, who just called in asking about the green bean casserole, says Greg Penn had eight tackles, one sack, and one INT. He did. Great game. He's had a pretty damn good year. I mean, he's not Damon Clark. I mean, now, if he comes back, I think Greg Penn could have a really good year, especially if you give him a guy like Blake Baker. Alex Daigle says, yes, bring him back. Some guys not cut out for head coach. Who's that? Oh, you're talking about uh, Dave Aranda? See, the problem, the problem that we do with this, and I, you know, a lot of people get into it, and I'm no exception. Um, we get into some guys that we've had here, and right, meaning we go to some guys that we've been here, and we hunker down on them, and we talk about them, and we say, bring this guy back. But look, Dave might not get fired, man. Dave might not get fired. Now, I think Dave Aranda is the exception to the rule, okay? He's the ultimate exception to the rule on bringing somebody back. All right. Been at it for about an hour. Um, going to be an interesting offseason. Very interesting offseason. We'll see if Jaden Daniels, you know, plays in the bowl game. Jaden Daniels will win the Heisman. I'll promise you this. When Jaden Daniels wins the Heisman, we will be live immediately following it. Alex says, "Who's your guy for DC?" I think we're too early in the. I think we're too early in this. Okay, I I, I will say, I, I will say this. I um, I would not mind Elijah. Uh, look, and, and I, let me let me tell you this, okay? I want a motherfucker that can recruit. Listen to me. There's over 500 of you in this motherfucker. Let me tell you this. Look at look at me. Put whatever you're doing. Stop what you're doing. Look at me. We need somebody that can recruit. Let me tell you why. With Ed, you needed somebody that could uh, scheme things up because he will recruit. Listen to your boy. You need somebody that can freaking recruit and wants to recruit at a high level, at a very high level, that can go into the general public and get money for NIL. It, it's the truth. It's the truth. So, Madhouse was not liked around here, and it's not liked around here. Give me somebody that can recruit and take some pressure off of schematics. Because I tell you what, next year, you're going to have to play better. If you don't play good defense next year, if you're like this next year, you're going to get your asses kicked. You're going to get your asses kicked. All right. We'll see you all soon. I hope you all all have had a good Thanksgiving. Because I know I have. See you all soon. Peace. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.